You get five minutes with Jeff Bezos. What are we telling him? About what has to happen here in Washington to improve the entire operation. As to whether that's where you build a new stadium, whatever. You're you're five minutes with Jeff Bezos. What are you telling him about how to improve the football operation here in Washington? 301-230-0980. And of course, hit us on Twitter at WrestleMania621, at Pete Medhurst, and at Mr. Underscore Me93. That's how you get to us here on Russell and Medhurst here on the Team 980. Let's go to line one. Greg is in D.C. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, how's everything going? Good, man. How are you? All right. I would say that the the biggest thing is that this thing is on the move. And number two is that the stadium, uh, working in D.C. government, and there's always been talk about a couple of different areas. Uh, one of the areas that, that has been mentioned is the Anacostia Park area mm-hmm. uh, along the uh, – Pennsylvania, Minnesota, Minnesota Avenue uh, stretch, which is which is owned by the federal government, but that was one of the that was one of the er, initial areas that was was uh, mentioned. The other area that I remember when they f- first started talking about FedEx was I remember Jack King Cook wanted to move actually to on the side where the golf course was. The Langston Golf Course, side, yeah, which included the Arboretum, and mm-hmm. at that time, the federal government was willing to give up the land, but it was the golf course. The the, uh, the people at the golf course didn't want to move, even though he said he would build them a golf course <laughs> better than the one they had. Right, but I know there 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 are places, but of course there's going to be some red tape. But I think from from my movement through 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 the government, a lot of this red tape goes away when Snyder goes away. So oh, I don't disagree with you on that. I think they can, if there's a feasible way to build a 65,000 seat stadium, roughly with a retractable roof and do it in a mm-hmm. way that it's not an eyesore to anyone and build an entertainment and hospitality village and maybe you sacrifice the daily facility like the Wizards kind of sort of did where they built on a different area of Washington, D.C., uh, had everything sort of centrally located to D.C., but maybe not all at the RFK site. Maybe you could make right. that work, and, 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 and I agree with you. Uh, especially Bezos and and, and uh, again the the powers that that other entertainers that could be a part of this group would have um, the politicians would absolutely I don't know if they would bend over backwards because why would you bend over backwards to a guy with a hundred and fourteen million a billion dollar net worth but I mean they would they would do whatever they can to facilitate something that makes sense for everybody. Whereas they do not want to do business at all with a right. with a guy that they view as the devil. Right. Can I give you throw you an example of a team that they might need to follow as far as their model? Yeah. Baltimore. That would help. 
The Ravens. The Ravens. If you got Ra- if you if you got anything close to the Ravens, you'd be a lucky son of a you know what around here. Yeah. You know, you, no doubt about yeah. that. Appreciate the phone call. Good job. Uh, 301-230-0980. If again you could tell Jeff Bezos three things, five minutes with him, bend his ear. Pete, one 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 thing that I, I just like to bring up while we're talking about the daily facility, the best daily facility in the NFL. Right. And people might say, well, that doesn't help you win games. I don't know if it helps you absolutely win games, but here's what I know. If you're not paying top dollar and you're limited because of a salary cap, right? It's not like Jeff Bezos is just going to have a, a $500 million payroll. It's not going to work that way. Okay. If you are limited by a salary cap, which you are limited by in the National Football League, There are things that you are not limited by, and that is, again, the very best, deepest, most extensive scouting staff in the world, okay, in in the history of mankind. 50 people, whatever it is, the very best of the very best of the very best, however that gets done, okay, and I can get more specific if you want. The best daily facility in the NFL, built from scratch, wherever it is, Okay, and ideally it would be close to or at the stadium complex. The best daily facility in the world, that does help you. It does help you not only attract free agents, but when players actually come here and they are drafted here and they sign here, they might not sign here or or or, or choose to come here because of the daily facility, but what happens when they actually are here and they say, to their friend who plays for another team. Hey, so you're a free agent, you know? Boy, a lot of fun in that building, man. Well, for years, I mean, remember that, right. Yeah. But remember that for years, people knew, hey, you come here and get paid. I mean, look at... Look right, at- but that was the... Attra- it wasn't the facility. Correct. But but if you... Now, you're, you're a huge college guy. You, you know what the SEC schools are doing mm-hmm. with their locker rooms, with their daily facility, right? It, it, it isn't skin and bones. It's not the dollar store. It's like I mean, it's all this fancy right. crap that 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 twenty something year old men love. When, when right I, when I was going on recruiting trips with my my youngest son uh, to a lot of the D one places, they were talking about, hey, we're we're going to be redoing this facility here, drawings of what it's going to look like, and all this other stuff. I mean, teams have put a ton of uh, energy into facilities, so now you expect that when you transition from college to the pros. Right. You know it. You've been in some of these locker rooms. Some of the road locker rooms in a lot of these stadiums are absolute garbage. And there are some places that, you know, you go in the building and the the whole facility is a Taj Mahal. Mm -hmm. Case in point about location, Giants, their whole operation is located right there on the property at the Meadowlands. The Eagles, stadium is on one side of the road. You walk right across the street to the practice facility. Now, the Jets play at MetLife Stadium, too. And their facility is not at MetLife Stadium, but it used to be at Hofstra, which was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It used to be basically yeah, something similar to what the Redskins slash Commanders slash football team has. Now they're at least in Florham Park, New Jersey, which I don't know exactly how far that it's is with that traffic far, from no. East Rutherford, but it's reasonably close, right? So, again, it doesn't have to be on the same footprint. No, because the Ravens isn't. I mean, Owings, right. Owings Mills is exactly. approximately 9 to 10 miles outside of well, town where the stadium is. But the players, the team, the personnel can live in between, can live somewhere right. around there. you got a lot of nice area out there ha- at Owings Mills. I can't for tell you live. how many times Mike Shanahan would, would bitch to me. Me, 
Like, I could do anything about it. About how every home game felt like a road game, not because the crowd wasn't good, but because they literally, it took him sometimes two, two and a half, three hours to get back to, he was living in, um, um, what's the big, uh, uh, not Tyson's Corner, but... um, Gosh, it's right off of the uh, the Dulles Toll Road. I uh, Reston, Reston Town Center. He was living in Reston Town, but he, it, he even though he wasn't driving, time mm-hmm. it would take him two and a half, three hours because yeah, sure. he wasn't waiting three hours for the parking lots to clear out. You know, it'd take him two and a half, three hours to get home. He said every game felt like a road game. He needed you to drive him. Sure, you could have been his driver. He had nothing else to do. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty line two. Montana's in DC. What's up, Montana? What's going on, gentlemen? Thank Montana. you so much for taking my phone call. Thanks Appreciate for making it. it. Good to hear from you. Can, you. can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, we got you, baby. Hey, look, I don't think you guys – hey, let me just say this. I don't want to be rude to anybody, especially the last caller who said he claims he worked for the government. He should know about more sites. Hey, look, the best site, if I'll tell Bezos, the best site to put the stadium would be Union Station. Union Station. One more time, Union Station. They're trying to rebuild Union Station anyway. It was built in 1900. So a lot of homeless people have taken over Union Station inside and out. So they need to be rebuilt anyway, and the government, the local government, would have no problem paying because they want to redo it anyway. Wait, uh, all right, the- let, me, let me jump in and just ca- and counterplay sure. with you, Montana, because sure. I'm not an, an architect, an expert. Sure. Is there a? No- sure. I mean, I know Union Station is huge, but a, right. what would you, what would you do? You know, for a hub for Amtrak and the Metro and 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 so on. Number one and and two, is there enough of a footprint? Uh, is there enough of a footprint there to build a sixty-five thousand seat stadium? But yes, absolutely. For the stadium part, yes. The practice facility, uh, no. I would put the practice facility at the um, at where the where the current stadium is. But as far as Union Station is concerned, remember you have everything already there from Amtrak. You have Metro there. That's the best site to put on. Remember, you want a right, you but, want a but where would you build? Where would you build the stadium? Is what I'm asking. Like, if you're keeping no, Amtrak and all that there. No, you have all that access space. Like, there's unit station, there's a huge space in the middle. So, trust me, there's enough, enough mm. space for the actual stadiums, okay. a lot of space. And remember, you got to take in effect, you know, you got to uh, look at the fact that you need something that's 24 hours so, or seven days a week when, it's not, when they're not playing football. So, we're not, when they're not playing football, you have your unit station. And when there is football, you have limited, you know, your, your limited unit station. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You have all the entertainment stuff. So, that's how people got to think. And again, you put the practice facility where the, where FedEx Field is. And last but not least, you gotta you need people who understand the red skin tradition, stuff like that. So I would if you can't bring we bought I think his phone I think dropped out. Yeah. The only problem with that is it's an interesting call. I've never heard the, that as the a possibility. One side of Union Station, you go around the circle and you're literally straight down Delaware Avenue, I think it is, to where the Capitol uh-huh. and the Supreme Court is. I don't know if the the I don't know if the government would be real thrilled about having sixty-five to seventy thousand people down there, that close to sensitive places like the Capitol, the Supreme Court. Well, that's a good um, point. I like the didn't Smithsonian think about that. is over on one side of that area. Now, again, the question is: Do you build the football stadium part on top of all of that? And then have everything underneath and in and around it. I mean, tight squeeze over there. It's an ambitious project. 
but certainly could indeed help spruce that up over there, as he mentions. I mean, you you know, Union Station's got a lot of age on it uh, over in that area. 301-230-0980. Let's go to line three. Danny is in D.C. Danny, you're up next right here on the Team 980. He's where? He's on line now, too? Two. He's on two now, Chris. Go ahead. What's up, Danny? Good af- Good morning, guys. How are you all hey, doing? Hey, Danny. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Yeah, what's going you know, on? You know, way back, you know, I'm doing good. So way back when they, you know, there was talk, Pete probably remembers this, there was talk that they were going to put it in parking lot seven at RFK. Um, they were going to build a new stadium. That was planned, you know, to back up against the uh, the water. Um, but that that didn't fall, that fell through, and they, they went out to uh, Landover and put the stadium across from Capitol Center. And, uh, I mean, it makes sense maybe just to keep it where it is. They got all the parking. They got all the roads, you know, going into one of these, build it in one of the parking lots, and and when that's done, tear the old one down and make that parking. Uh, Well, at at the current FedEx site, you mean, right? Right. Well, that's what – well, that's – but that's – but that's what the plan would be if you're going to build a new stadium there because they own all that land. And Prince George's County right. has and said, it, yeah. hey, we'll give you the infrastructure or whatever. I don't know if that would change if Bezos and Jay-Z and McConaughey and whatever uh, took over. But my point being is, like, they are going to have to do basically what they did, say, at Shea Stadium in New York uh, and at many other places, Cincinnati, I think, uh, maybe not right. Cincinnati, but, uh, you know, where you are going to have to play, um, or, or I should say, build a new stadium while the current stadium is still in use right next door, which is going to create a lot of havoc and a lot more construction and this, that, and the other thing, and basically a gigantic pain in the ass for about two years. But that might be your only play, even if Bezos and Jay-Z take over, because, again, if you want what you want, and if you want what this region deserves, something capable of hosting a Super Bowl, a Final Four, WrestleMania, that stuff, and being yeah. the premier crown jewel, if you will, of the NFL, if you want that, the RFK site ain't it. Ain't it. And then there's all no, sorts of problems is, in is, Virginia, too. Right. And you got no roads going into RFK. All you got is 295, and that's you know, back in the olden days, 295 used to be hard to get into, you know, because we had no metro. So the only way to get to RFK was driving. Yep. D- Danny, you, Danny, appreciate, appreciate it, man. You. 301-230-0980. You get five minutes with Jeff Bezos or any other new owner, whoever it ends up being. What are you telling them? How do we improve this operation here in D.C.? Line one, Rob is in D.C. What's up, Rob? How you guys doing, man? What's up, Rob? I'm gonna tell you one thing, man. We talk about the name first. Okay. Uh, we all we all love the werewolf name. I know uh, Smoot loved it too. So just we couldn't get the werewolf uh, trademark. Let's go with the wolves. We already got the W on the side side of the hammer and all around the stadium. Let's yeah. go with the wolves. And then um, L- listen, they the could have they could have gone with red wolves or wolves. They didn't want to pay for it, no matter what. I mean, I, I like Jason yeah. Wright. Jason Wright was telling you what you needed to hear publicly. They could yeah. have they could have paid for it. They didn't have the they didn't have the money, and they didn't want to spend the money to give the fans well, they what they now, wanted. So let's not worry about no. I, I, I know, but I'm just saying that's yeah, how so, we wound up with Commanders. Yeah. So then, and then we go to the stadium side of it. You know, it's got to be in DC. It will be in DC. Just because uh, I'm working right now with a sports agency. You know, I'm dealing with a lot of these young athletes. 
and current NFL players. And one thing that a lot of people don't know is a lot of, honestly, a lot of young, famous people love this area. They spend a lot of leisure time in the new Washington, D.C. As you can see, our infrastructure is already changing. So the new stadium will be in Washington, D.C. Where? I can't tell you where. I'm thinking the RFK site, knowing that whoever's going to buy is going to have a boatload of money. And I know that the government will submit to money, as we know how the government works. <laughs> so it will be in D.C. We know for a fact. And it's going to match the infrastructure. You already got the metro. The metro is going to be built. The stadium is going to be on top of the metro. It's going to be accessible from inside the stadium, just like the Pentagon, Pentagon City, and all the other major buildings that have their own metro station. And, I mean, I think that it's going to be a new day and age that we actually going to get a winner here soon. Rob, let's hope so. Thank you, Rob. we've yeah. mired in mediocrity for quite some time. You Three, think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, what, I, what, what do you think? Now, I know what you said about the uh, logistics in terms of the idea of building at at um, uh, Union Station there. Mm-hmm. Is, is Do you think there's even space to, like the caller was saying, like to bi- actually build, never mind all the other potential logistical issues that you talked about. Like, is there actual space? Am I, I mean, I, I don't go to Union Station very often. I mean, it's only when I literally take an Amtrak, which, oh, by the way, uh, we're going to be in Philadelphia for Army Navy. Oh, of course, you are there every year, but I'm, you know, I'm heading up there, uh, you know, a month from today, I guess, or a month from yesterday, or whatever it is. I, I mean, I basically now go to Union Station once, maybe twice a year, and it's literally to take an Amtrak. So I'm not that familiar with that facility. I mean, I know it's an enormous facility, but how do you keep Amtrak and, you know, uh, Metro running in and out of there so that it's convenient for everybody, yet also build a football stadium? Is, is that even feasible? I mean, again... If you're building over top of something, I guess technically, uh, but again, I mean, you got so many logistics around there worrying about the infrastructure of the rail uh, portion of that, the buildings that are in and around the area, Mm -hmm. as we mentioned. And, and again, I wonder from a security standpoint if that, and I know there's a lot of people that go down there every day. Don't, don't get at me with that. I understand that, but you know, when you have 65, 70,000 people, and again, it's easy to keep an eye on them when they're all in one place like that, but that's a lot of that's a lot more cars, that's a lot more people, that's a lot more distraction, and as I said, because of the sensitivity to being reasonably close to the Capitol and the Supreme Court, and as I said, the Smithsonian is over on one side, I just wonder if they would really want that headache down there uh, for you know, a minimum eight Sundays, and then obviously if you had different events uh, down there as well, and without knowing the actual um, you know logistics, without talking to you know Mrs. Norton or the mayor or anybody else like that, you, know, you just really wonder how many places outside of the RFK site would actually be in play and up for consideration, and could you do the things you need to do to knock down and rebuild. And stuff like that, because remember, you got to keep business going yeah. while you're building new business. I think there's a reason why everyone realizes. I think every there's a reason why everyone realizes there's one place in the D.C. metropolitan region, or I should say limits, not region, not area. One place and one place. Alone, I will say right? though. I will say though to, to mention what creative. the earlier caller said. That area of the Arboretum and Langston. From a space standpoint, certainly has uh, 
certainly has the room to be able to do that. But and how much of that would you have to knock down or you eliminate? It's wide open land. It's wide open At green. Union Station? No, I'm talking about, I said the Langston and the Arboretum. The, oh, what is the, that? The I, one, don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. The earlier caller that said the Arboretum and the Langston Golf Course. Oh, that, I, didn't, I didn't remember that. That, that. is I'm the sorry. other site that, at least from a space standpoint, could accommodate it. And if you drive out New York Avenue almost every day like I do, mm-hmm. that is an area that needs an infusion of okay. something. See, I don't know that area very In well. the worst way. So that's like basically New York Avenue and where it kind of bends around to 295 or, or no? Yeah, it takes you out to Route 50 toward Annapolis or you can go north on 295 right off of New York Avenue. So as you're going outbound, the Arboretum mm-hmm. and everything is on your right. Okay. So from that standpoint, that area has the space. And I'm telling you, that area could use, could, could really, I mean, I drive out there every day. What man. about the general logistics in terms of, would you have enough oh, it's like, easy. arteries to get to? Yeah, sure. I mean, with it would be just like people? RFK. It'd okay. be just like RFK. You're coming off of 295, you're coming off of 50. Train service? Uh, Close you, enough or no? I mean, that's a that's a big thing, right? I mean, I mean, here we're talking about RFK. We're talking, I, like, all the issues in at, at FedEx. You, I mean, at least you could say, listen, we've got a metro station within a mile, roughly, or three-quarters of a mile walk. You know, we could fix some things. Dan and Bruce hate the fans. They don't they, – they've hated the fans forever. They didn't give a you-know-what because they didn't think they needed them. Yeah, that, if you have well, a smart group that says, you "Hey, you know it, what?" If you built it toward the southern end of that property, which is the Langston Golf Course, the the Stadium Armory Metro is the closest uh, metro stop. Right. So, what are we talking about in terms of distance? That's probably a pretty substantial walk. Yeah, I mean that's that's not. So I don't know if that would be. I mean, I don't know if you absolutely have to, like. Not sure it'd be any worse than the walk you have now at Landover. Mm-hmm. You know, that metro stop. I mean, I pass that metro stop all the time. It's I mean it it's it's a hike. It's what? A mile walk, maybe, I guess. Right? It's uh, not ideal, but it's it's doable. not horrible during good weather. Plus you'd have to qua- I mean, you'd have to cross a road. Yeah. That's the only bad thing. I mean I I mean that that you know, like all of this. You'd have stuff to cross over be- Benning Road. Right. Which All of this stuff has to be taken into place. All right, 301 301 Get to more of your calls. You get to Ben Bezos's ear or whoever the new owner is for five minutes. What are you doing to improve the Washington football operation? All items are on the table. What's the most important to you about reviving football here in the nation's capital? 301-230-0980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. You're hungry like the wolf for a winner. There's no doubt about that. You'd love it to be named Red Wolves. But we don't know if that's an even possibility. But those are some of the things that you would say to Jeff Bezos or another owner that takes over here in Washington. 301-230-0980. You get five minutes with new ownership. What are you telling them to help with the Washington football product? 
my man G-Town kind of expressing what we try to, you know, get across to people. Everybody, everybody and their brother wants this thing in the nation's capital. Everybody and their brother wants this thing at RFK. And just like uh, he talks about it, he goes, they're not knocking down Langston or the Arboretum. He goes, someone really called in and said, knock down Union Station. <laughs> he said the stadium will not be inside the city. There is no room in capital letters. So, and I, as I've said. I, I mean, that makes the most sense to me, right? I mean, I like, I, I know that that whole area, again, you had your logistical things, which I think you're right on. But just in terms of keeping Union Station and everything that happens there, and then building a sixty-five thousand seat stadium, it just didn't. Yeah, I mean, make I mean, look, I mean, of... I, I, I drive into this city from all angles, you know, from the west, from the southeast, from northeast. I come into the city from a lot of different angles. I'm over in Northwest when I do games in American. I mean, there's just not, there's just not a lot of room for what you need to build in 2022. Let me ask you this: Could R- you RFK was great for its time, right? At the time it was built, but with what people are building around mm-hmm. pro sports now, it's just not a lot of room left in the city to do it. Could you build a new stadium, just use FedEx 2.0 as, as the stadium, and build, instead of a new stadium on the RFK footprint, build a state-of-the-art practice facility and maybe outdoor amphitheater and entertainment village around in that area so that you wouldn't need the parking that you would need on a game day. You wouldn't need a six. I mean, you wouldn't have the same footprint as a 65,000 seat stadium, Mm -hmm. even if you built the best practice facility. And, and then if you built like for the practice fields, if you built, I don't know, like a, um, like a uh, a five thousand seat permanent seating structure, ten thousand seat seat uh, permanent seat uh, seating structure, like for training camp, for special events, you know that type of thing for smaller concerts that you could have there. I think you could do that, right? I mean, I, I yeah. I mean, I'm, I know I'm speculating, which I'm right. not allowed to do on the show, but it's eight point six miles from FedEx Field to RFK Stadium, right? So. You know, it's not that really that right. far. People could live in between. They could live in the city. Again, they could live. Could live in the really city. Anywhere. Could live in. I mean, look, Prince George's County would certainly yeah. stand to gain by having a lot of the players, support staff, and everything sure. live out that way. Um, I don't think that's unreasonable, is it? No, but the question ultimately is: um, if you build something like that, you know, maybe Ted would want to be involved in that because he's got the two indoor, you know. He's got he's got two indoor sports right that you know he would like to get maybe relocated into another well, building I, I, as well again and and I had mentioned Ted that. hosts concerts over there at Capital One Arena right. well I had mentioned that of course last week as a pot as hey you know what this might be earmarked for again a twenty thousand seat entertainment indoor venue like the next one if you will. Now, I what I don't know is next to the entertainment and sports arena, which he built, you know, uh, recently, is there an, where this crazy town hospital used to be and, and the site, right? Is there a footprint there that you could build ultimately a new Capital One arena, a replacement 
for Capital One Arena there instead of on the RFK site when you go to build a new Capital One Arena or, you know, a replacement for Capital One Arena. I, I don't know that area. I've never been over to the ESA yet uh, and or the uh, Wizards practice facility and where the Mystics play and all that stuff. I mean, I know obviously it's a small arena. That's not what I'm talking about. You would keep that in place and you would have a bigger replacement for Capital One Arena. Well, Again, 10 years yeah. from now. I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about 10 to 15 years from now. I mean, it, certainly there's substantial size to the St. Uh, Elizabeth's property over there. The question ultimately is, what could you do with it? What are right. you allowed to do with it over in that area? Let's start at the top of the list here and go right down the line. Steve's in Bowie on line one. What's up, Steve? Gentlemen, gentlemen, good morning. Hey, Steve. Uh, you're all over the, the thoughts that I'm having on this. Um, that FedEx field site, it, it's roughly 200 acres. Uh, they're, they're tied to that site until 2026. Um, there is a, uh, a metro site right there at Landover uh, Station, uh, roughly, you know, five minutes away, 10 minutes away from the site. Uh, I used to work for a major vendor at uh, RFK. The one thing I heard the, the people, the patrons complaining about the most from Virginia and Maryland, 10% sales tax was killing people. They hated that. I mean, they're not used to that. So that was a major consideration. Um, one thing that Dan Snyder never got over was not being able to get the Landover Mall site as an off-site parking that he thought he would be able to get. Um, that, he never had a plan B for that. So my thought would be to implode RFK. I mean, FedEx Field, I'm so sorry. Um, you've got room there to build another site, like you just said, make that a practice facility uh, or an off-site venue. Um, it's all right there. So that's what I would say to Jeff Bezos. And that site is central to D.C., Virginia. Uh, it's, it's, it's easily accessible, and you get arteries that you can pull off of from the Beltway, and the Metro can be right there. So that's, that's my thought. Appreciate the phone call. Good, uh, you know, some good thoughts. It wasn't the Landover Mall uh, thing, Pete. Wasn't that owned by the learners? And we found out when the former COO or CEO or whatever his name was, I forgot his name, uh, came forward to Congress. We found out that Dan, the reason why Dan put the spoiled rotten milk in his suite in the learner suite inside FedEx Field was because the learners were driving such a hard bargain for that property at Landover Mall and the surrounding area to where FedEx is. And Dan got pissed because they were, again, trying to extract as, as much money as they possibly could. I seem to remember that. Do you remember anything about that? Mm. I'd have to look it up, but I seem to remember that being a, a, a genesis, you know, that whole area. Well, I know that was their property. The learners. Uh, yeah. Right. So and, and I think Dan tried to buy it, but Dan didn't want to pay ultimately for the Landover Mall part of it, I believe. I mean, that site and, and also that site at one point, um, I mean, I, I used to go there a ton as a kid. I mean, that, that's where I basically went. My grandmother used to take me there every Saturday. And it's like an 80 acre site. I think it is. It's 80 or 90 acres. Mm -hmm. And the learners, of course, at one point, I think in, in, if I'm not mistaken, it was. When the FBI was shopping around for a new uh, location, um, the FBI, I think that that site was one of the ones that was mentioned for that. So the problem for Dan was it was a competitive 
that was a com- very competitive uh, bidding for that site. There were a mm-hmm. lot of people that wanted to be involved in it, and the learners knew that. The learners knew they could take all these entities, yeah. play them against each other uh, to get the highest bidder there. So who owns it now? Uh, it's a great question. I, that that I, I mean, because I believe the organization, Dan, owns the property, you know, already that would be that would be earmarked for FedEx 2.0, right? That was the whole point of what PG County could offer is that Dan already owns that property. You wouldn't have to, like in Virginia, remember when the commanders, and it was reported by WUSA 9 and Eric Flack that that basically they had put in a $100 million, um, I guess, placeholder, if you will, on a property in Virginia. Well, that's because they don't own that property. And in order to build on it, you either need to lease that property or you need to own the property. And that was the advantage to building FedEx 2.0 is that they already own the property. And then PG County would kick in all sorts of infrastructure help, but not help to build the stadium. Right. That's the general synopsis, I think. Yeah. And and now now that I'm, I'm looking it up, indeed, it was it, it was a finalist for the FBI thing. So um, the mall itself, almost all the stores and everything. They've been because see, I don't know if you were you were here yet. You might have been here, but that's where the media used to park and ride shuttles. And I told you the famous story about me getting the Dan cut the metro buses yeah. back. They used to have a ton of metro buses because all your concession workers, mm-hmm. all I mean, all these other ancillary people rode over from Landover Mall. Right now they have them in the, the gray stadium. lot, which is bordering Bright Seat. So I covered a game. I covered a Sunday night game for Heist. And against the Eagles. And this was the next year they cut the buses by half. Mm -hmm. Okay. I walk outside after doing all my stuff in the locker room and everything. It's one in the morning. Okay. There's 300 people Mm -hmm. in line to get on these buses that aren't here. I walked from the stadium all the way back over to Landover Mall at one o'clock in the morning. Mm. And I've swore to heist, I will never come here again without a parking pass. And Mm -hmm. I have it. I've not gone back there without parking access mm-hmm. or anything after that occasion because it was such a uh, such a brutal deal. Mm. I mean, I don't know what time some of those people got back over to Landover Mall uh, to to get their way home. So, you know, it sucks, but it's a it's a big property. I mean, it would be if you could somehow get that, you could spruce up that whole area that comes out on that main road. Right. Um, all the way across to 202 over to there. I mean, you could build like a little walkway sky ramp type thing uh, to get back over there. It's got a lot of potential over in that area. And Prince George's County, as Angela also Brooks and anybody in the county will tell you, they are open for business. Let's go to line three. Jeff's in Vienna. What's up, Jeff? What's up, guys? Hey, Jeff. What's going on? How are you? I am actually sitting in my office today looking out the window at Gonzaga with Union Station right behind me. They're, I, unless they build something on all those rail lines actually leaving town, right. there, there isn't anything that's going to happen yeah. over here. I mean, Pete, is that Eastern High School, that big high school up on the hill on the way out of town? Yeah. Uh, your microphone. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, you, you'd have to disrupt all the infrastructure of all the rail travel coming in and out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just don't see it. I'm happening. with you. So I'm with you. Uh, Gonzaga isn't going anywhere. I'll tell you that. That's no. for sure. So, no. um, but, uh, I guess if I had five minutes with Bezos, I'd ask him a, a really off the wall question is, uh, 
Taylor can Swift you sign Joe, Can you sign Joe Burrow? <laughs> no, 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 no. We uh, will not do that. Right. So <laughs> just I, would, I would say Taylor Swift is on a nationwide tour of every major football stadium in the country, yes. including Cincinnati and Detroit. Yep. Why is she not playing in Washington, D.C.? Well, what but he going but, on but that's not his fault, or nor would he probably no. – I mean, he would probably tell you if he was being truthful that the stadium sucks and that the experience sucks, and they probably want top dollar. I went to the last Taylor Swift concert at, at FedEx. FedEx Field. Okay, because I know the last time she was here, it was not at FedEx Field. Right. It was at Nationals Park. Right. Which is Nats Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah so so, yeah. so – so, listen, she's not dumb, and her people aren't dumb. So either they're charging too much money, which is possible, or she looked around and said, uh, no, the amenities suck, the whole system, the whole experience suck. Why would I? Now, to be fair to them, I think I counted the a list and the amended list. It was like 21 or 22 NFL stadiums. So not everyone was on that. Like, I don't believe Charlotte and Bank of America Stadium was – was on there, but most of them were. Uh, I, I, you know, I'd have to go back well, and look I at mean, the list look, this again. Is a top but ten like twenty-one market. or twenty-two. This is a top ten market, right. just in terms of population. You would think that they would right. want to play here, just from that standpoint well, alone. Right, but again, you don't want to be in a crappy stadium situation, or like she's doing multiple shows in multiple cities. Yeah. Right, not every city, but multiple shows in multiple cities. So she certainly got the dates, but they're maybe looking at it and saying. Whatever the commanders would charge, and I have no idea what they would charge Taylor Swift to use FedEx Field for a night, but I'm sure it would be an enormous charge, right? I, I, again, I have no idea what it would cost. She's probably looking at it as saying, well, wait a second, why would I go there if the amenities suck, if this sucks, if that sucks, when I could go here and play at SoFi Stadium for the same amount of money and I'm going to a crown jewel? Why would I do that? And and same for the World Cup when those guys came and oh, looked sure. at here in Baltimore. They sure. were like, "Oh, no, thank you." Sure. Yeah, you know. Um, but I just, you know, I kudos to the guy for pointing out Union Station. That I just don't see any way that happens down here. And you know, the SEC overspent on building their office building right next door about ten years ago, and they just announced they're vacating the whole place. I mean, there's a lot of unsavory stuff that goes on around here. Not that it's any different than anywhere else. But uh, this is not the greatest part of town. But I just don't see unless, like I said, unless they think about tearing out all those tracks heading out of town, it, it isn't going to happen down yeah. here. Appreciate you, Jeff, as always. Uh, yeah, yeah no you, doubt. Guys. I mean, again, as much as we want it here for sentimental value, the real the reality of building in here just shrinks by the day. 301-230-0980. Russell's got to look at what's trending. All right, we start with jailed American basketball star Brittany Griner. She's been moved, according to her legal team, to a penal colony in Russia. Brittany was transferred from the detention center. She is now on her way to a penal colony. We do not have any information on her exact current location or her final destination, end quote, her legal team said uh, earlier today. So tough news there. Meanwhile, good news, thankfully. Somehow, they survived. Georgetown snaps a 21-game losing streak with an overtime win against Coppin State Juan Dixon. How about that? You heard it here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app last night. 99-89, they pull away in overtime after blowing a fairly sizable lead down the stretch and 
uh, forcing overtime did Coppin State and Dixon's squad on the final shot of the game, a three-pointer as regulation time was expiring again, 99-89. It was Patrick Ewing's Georgetown Hoyas' first team win in 328 days, and that's what's trending. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. You've got a chance to sit down with whoever the new owner is of the Washington Football Team. Three things that you'd kind of bend that ear in five minutes to get your point across. Let's go to line four. She would like warm hot dogs and <laughs> better food. <laughs> What's up, Sabah? Nachos without curdled cheese. <laughs> Oh, man, I forgot. That's a good one. I got a little bit of a window, so I thought, let me call in. I've been trying to tweet you to some things, too, so I don't even know if y'all mentioned it. But uh, I would definitely, I want to train, one of them fast trains, you know, from Raleigh, North Carolina, right to the gate. And right when you walk in the gate, I want there to be a nice root Chris sitting right there. So I can get my <laughs> wait, nice wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. It, wait, 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 wait. If you got yes, five sir. minutes with Bezos. Yeah. You would ask mm-hmm. him to build a private train line from Raleigh to FedEx Field for you? Or uh, the, the new stadium private, for you? But, I mean, that would be great. Yeah, because he wants to keep those North Carolina people in. You know, because you don't want the Panthers to come on. And, oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, I see what you're luckily, saying. Luckily, I, yeah, I was already married, you know, to the Redskins when the Panthers came along. You know, right. Just because someone more compatible moves to your neighborhood, you know, you don't just divorce your husband, do you? You know, your timing's everything. So, you know, I think he wants to keep that um, uh, fan base, okay? And uh, definitely, 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 if you are part of the gold member, actually make it real gold, okay? Not fake gold, like the gold they have now. And real good food. I mean, like steak, lobster, sushi. I want fancy lounge. All the old players to be there where you can hop, snop, field access, and at least once a season for the season ticket holders to have those really good tickets, I want to have locker room access and or field access. Make it special. You want um, to have access. That's the main point. Everybody can watch a game. That's not a big deal. But the whole point is access, meet the players, that kind of thing. I would love that. And as far as players, I want, um, obviously, Heineke to be the quarterback with a full preseason next year so we can then – draft Drake May the year after. I want um, Frank Wright as the head coach, and I want Jay Gruden as the offensive coordinator, and you keep Jack Doria as the defensive coordinator. That's what I have. Wow. That's an interesting that, – that's an interesting – Thank I mean, you, guys. Love you Appreciate you, Sabah. Thank you, Sabah. That's a list. Reich with Gruden and Del Rio. That's interesting. Two guys that have been fired – from, you know, being head coaches. Does Frank Reich inspire anybody? I, if I had to pick one or the other as... He seems like a wonderful, wonderful human being. Yeah. Let me let me just say that. I mean, but I, I was reading a story like, the dude that's going to call plays for Jeff Saturday, Reich officiated his wedding <laughs> to a former team reporter. Mm-hmm. 
uh, last year or, or a year and a half ago or whatever. I, and I mean, I seems to be a great way to get a hookup. I mean, by the way, yeah, but 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 I mean, Reich seems like you know everything that you would want to bring into your organization in terms of you know good moral character, all that. I mean, just you know, nice guy. Obviously, he's got some local ties, right? Played mm-hmm. at Maryland. Uh, it, I, be, I don't know if I want Frank Reich necessarily as my head coach. Now, I'm not saying that his inability to find a quarterback was all his fault because he didn't have control of personnel. Chris Ballard did and Jim Irsay did. But the reality is he's not exactly an, an effusive personality, number one. And number two, whatever the reason, he couldn't find a way to get the quarterback they needed. The only thing I would have loved to have seen Jay is have no outside interference from uh, Bruce and Dan. I'd like I'd like for him to have an opportunity without that, without things being dictated to him, mm-hmm. as opposed to him and his staff being allowed to Listen, affirm some of those things. That's all I'm saying. Don't rule it out. I mean, I, I mean, you can never rule anything out, right? I mean, they might look. He might look. I mean, the results right. were what they yeah. were. I mean, I've never, but, I've never asked Jay this. Like, you know, I, and I just spoke to him this morning about something else. I, Maybe I should have asked him this. Never even thought about it. Hey, would you go back if they wanted you and it was a different ownership? I mean, at this point, right, he's been out for a year and a half. Why, yeah. why wouldn't you? I mean, if it was a different situation, why wouldn't yeah. you? 301-230-0980. You get five minutes with new ownership. What are we telling them right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app?